Monsters are real. And ghosts are real too. They live inside us. And sometimes, they win. Stephen King. It's no secret that cemeteries are a creepy place. They're a plot of land specifically set aside, used by the living, in order to bury our dead. We gather there for funerals. We walk through them during the later days of October. And if you're superstitious, you hold your breath when you pass by them in a vehicle. But what is it about these places that gives us an ideal setting for a Halloween movie? Or sends a shiver down our spine when we find ourselves cutting through them during the late hours of the night? Well, for one, it's the fact that lying six feet beneath your shoes are coffins. Hundreds of them. But it's not just that. Cemeteries have a certain ambiance about them. Things slow down when you step within those stone walls. You realize that life is fleeting and to make the most of every second you have here. Because it doesn't matter who you are. One day, you're going to end up right there. But in the northeastern section of the United States, the feelings around cemeteries, well, it's a little bit darker. Cemeteries in New England, for a lack of a better word, are old. They show their age. They show their history. And sometimes, if you wander through those rows of headstones after the sun goes down, these cemeteries come alive. Like my, like my creepy voice. That was your creepy voice. Yeah, your normal voice is creepy. So just like use that. My normal voice is horrific. <laughs> try, try that one more time. Uh, and welcome back to the haunting hour. That's better. We are back for episode three. There we go. We can deal with that. It is a dreary evening. It is. We got a little rain coming in here up in uh, the northeast section of the United States of America. Yeah, it's cold. It is very cold. It's gonna get gonna get down, dipping down tonight too, down in the thirties, I believe. Would this be good weather for what topic we're discussing tonight? This would be great weather. What this is, is this weather's very New England esque, which is, is this is quintessentially New England, which is very fitting because tonight we're going to be talking all about legends of cemeteries located in New England. I cannot wait. How many legends? Uh, we got three of them coming at you tonight. Okay, I can three, do three. Three legends. It's gonna be fun. I've kind of taken these three legends that I looked up because all of them are very different. All of them are very spooky. Um, so it's just going to be one of those kind of quicker episodes where it just gives you some scary like Halloween type legends with some cemeteries we have up in the northeastern section of the United States of America. 
do I know any of these legends or do I know any of these cemeteries? I think you do know one of them. Okay. But I'll keep that to myself. One out of three. I can. All right. I'm stoked for this. But yeah, so me and Tyler were both, we were, you know, born and bred up here in New England. So we know all about creepy cemeteries and different kind of ghosts and spirits and legends that are said to haunt different cemeteries. And that being said, our our graveyards up here, or boneyards as some of us call them, they're very old. We, we're one of the earliest spots um, in the United States. So we have some cemeteries around here that either A, people forget about and... They're just out in the middle of the woods dating back to like 1500s, um, 1600s. And with that, you'll always have legends that pop up with certain creepier cemeteries and scarier ones. Yeah, dude, you could argue that almost any cemetery that you see or drive through, whether it's like a small town or whether it's Boston or whatever it is, that there are some type of story or, or a legend or lore about that specific cemetery just because it is so old yeah and has like an aura around some of them in new england that are just very creepy and look at the the one in the middle middle of uh, salem massachusetts that one has yep. countless uh ghost sightings and just legends about Brid- uh bridget bishop and yeah all... the entire thing's allegedly haunted yep it's they're crazy is that one on here that one's not on here uh, why is that one not how did you pick these three uh these three just kind of jumped out to me because i think they're i think they're ones that people don't really know about being from new england i kind of wanted to dive deep into different ones that just like sparked my fancy i thought were very very scary okay if you if you think about them in that way and i guarantee there's no other spot that has this many legends about and like different things in the graveyards themselves so is this all about like ghosts or are there other things some of them are true stories. Some of them, some of them are ghosts. Some of them have to do with Greek mythology. It's very Ooh, okay. So it's it, not it, all just spirits. It encompasses. It encompasses a lot. Where are we gonna start? Um, before we jump in, we got a little bit of housekeeping. You know, a little a uh, little tidying up to do. A little yeah. information for everybody who's listening. I hate housekeeping. If anybody's listening, so first things first, we're up on Apple Podcasts. We're up on Spotify, and we're up on iHeartRadio. Ooh, the first threesome. So yeah, we're up on all of those and. Also, our Instagram is up. Yep. Anybody who's listening, if you guys like us or if you guys hate us, give us that follow. And feel free to slide into the old DMs. Give us a hello or, you know, anything that you guys are feeling about our podcast. And Yeah, we have um, some topics that we want to discuss. Like, we probably have eight or nine ideas. Y- yeah. But if you guys want to DM us and be like, hey, like that topic was kind of boring. Or, hey, this topic would be really cool if you covered it. We will absolutely consider that. Yeah, things you want to hear us talk about. If <laughs> yeah, if you, that's, I mean, you're you're the listeners. Yeah, we, we like all this stuff, so it really doesn't matter to us what we discuss. Yep. Um. So we're kind of adhering to you guys. Yep. And uh, our name on Instagram is we're at Brown Brothers Haunting Hour. So, give slide us that. into those DMs. Yes. Yeah. So, let's get it going here. All right. Where we start? What state? Can we, I guess the state? You can go for it. In New England. Is it? I thought you were going to say Indiana. (laughs) (laughs) I have not had that much whiskey. Um, Is it north or south? North. We're going. We're going way up. So it's got to be Maine. Nope. That's not way up. Head to a little left. A little left of Maine if you're looking at the map. New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Yeah. So yeah, our first legend comes from the small town of Hollis, New Hampshire. You're looking at about fifty minute ride from Dover, probably. An hour and 45 minutes from Boston heading north. So 
It's a small town, Hollis. It's so that's that's hick country. That's out there, eh? That, that's gonna get you. <laughs> well, hick's not derogatory. Oh my god! I wasn't using it in a derogatory way. Uh, but so, yeah, so it's out there. It's like a small. Yeah, it's a small town, forest town, okay. small uh, New England town. So okay. Um, the cemetery where this is located in Hollis, New Hampshire, is called Pine Hill Cemetery. It is also known by the locals there as Blood Cemetery. I like that name even better. It's a cool name. It's a cool name. So please tell me someone was sacrificed there. No, not that cool. <laughs> not that scary. So All this right. is this is just a kind of a quick little one to get you know get us started here. That's. It's just, uh, when I read this, I was like, that's one of the craziest things I've ever heard in my entire life. But, um, so this place is called Pine Hill Cemetery, also known as Blood Cemetery. And people call it Blood Cemetery because one of the headstones there of a man named Abel Blood. Oh, it was his last name. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was All his right. last name. I'm still interested. What do yep. you got? Um, so he's buried there with his family in the southern, I believe the southern section of the cemetery. And so he's, yeah, I think he's buried there with his wife and... I don't even know, maybe a couple kids, but, um, so his, his gravestone is where this legend revolves around Abel Blood. He was buried in 1867. Okay. So it's a, it's relatively old if you want to. Almost like 180 years. Yeah. Um. As far as cemeteries go, not old at all. But no. But. Old enough. Yeah. Looking at our time now. So his, his gravestone has, it's pretty cool. It has a f- hand on his gravestone carved into it that's pointing up to the heavens and the legend says that when the night starts to come in and the sun starts to set, that finger will invert and point down to hell. That is actually kind of cool. And people have claimed they've seen it. People, no, there's no photographs or anything. Shocking. There's no video? There's, no, there's nothing. So people claim they've seen it. They've gone there during the day. It was pointing up. They come back at nighttime and it's pointing down towards hell. Um, is it a skeleton hand or just a normal hand? It's just a normal hand. It's Pointing? Got, yeah, it's got like a little cuff. I like a... Like a cuff... Or not a cuffling. Yeah, it kind of looks like a like hat, like a suit kind of. is just like on the... is what the hand is like wearing, but it cuts right off at the wrist. All right. So it's not a full arm or anything like that. Nope. And he wasn't a sketchy guy from what the research I've done. People like... Nobody really knows his story because it was kind of long ago. People say that he was demonic and he killed a bunch of people and they say that but then there's other research that says that he was just a normal guy normal job just trying to live his life so nobody nobody knows what do people know why it was carved into his tombstone like um, why the hand was i don't was he super religious like i don't believe so it could it could be that wow yeah the hand inverts when the nighttime comes and it's down i will tell you right now that would be like the most exciting seven o'clock to nine o'clock of all time. That would be the pregame of all pregames. Dude, right? Like two lawn chairs, a bowl of popcorn, a 30 <laughs> rack in the middle. Did you see that? No, that's a shadow. Did, uh, pass the popcorn, right? <laughs> Ty, can you pass the uh, can you can you pass the chips? Hey, sorry, I'm all in a dip. <laughs> no, that would be it would just be a fun trip to to do, like just to to drive up there and be like It would, you'd think that, right? Yeah. But living in the day and age that we do now with those rotten teenagers and oh. those those what did they do? A bunch of people broke into the graveyard and desecrated his grave, and it broke in half, so they took it out. Do people know how illegal that is? Well, That's right. like a federal offense. <laughs> so it's broken. They t- Whoever runs the uh, the cemetery there took it out, so you can't see it. Anymore. You can see pictures online. They're Of the tombstone? Yeah, it's very cool. Um, I'll post a couple up on Instagram. But yeah, it's it, it was a cool spot. I would have loved to take it a trip, but it's not there anymore, so... 
those kids. All right, so we're going to head. Hold on. Did they get caught? I have no clue. I I hope to God they did. Yeah. Or maybe Ava Blood's haunting those people now in in their house. Ooh. I like that idea. Standing over their bed at nighttime and they're waking up at 3 a.m. With his uh, his little pointer finger. Up and then pointing down at them. You! (laughs) We want you! Um, So, yeah. uh, Now we're going to head one state south down to the great state of Massachusetts. Oh, man. One of my favorite states in the entire country. Love that place. How Um, could you even decide which cemetery to pick? There must be thousands that are allegedly haunted in Massachusetts from Boston all the way into Western Mass, like the Appalachian Trail and stuff. I picked this one because I've been there before. And not that's not the only reason I've picked, I picked this one. It's because it ha- probably has the scariest stories and legends compared to any graveyard that I've read about. Other than Greyfriars um, Kirkyard. Yeah. This is probably one of the creepiest things that I've heard about a cemetery. Like usually like a cemetery you'll think of just a ghost walking around. Like, or at, at worst, like zombies rising from right, the yeah. dead. Or stand, like a lost wife standing over her husband's grave or something. Still scary as shit. Well, this blows everything else out of the water. Oh, now I'm super intrigued. That's rock and roll. What do we got? So about an hour and 20 minutes heading west of Boston, you'll hit a small town called Leicester, Massachusetts. Ooh. You're looking at about 20, 20 minutes north of the great city of Worcester. Hey, thanks. I already hate it because Leicester <laughs> is the scariest town on the eastern seaboard. So me and Tyler have both been to this place called Leicester, Massachusetts. But everywhere you drive is dark. It's creepy. It's foreboding. There's just like a weird black pall over the entire land. It's nuts. Whether it's like a super sunny day or whether it's a cloudy day and it's raining like tonight. Whenever we drive through Leicester... Like, to go somewhere, I'm always... Hey, Ty, you want to hit that speedometer over 60, bro? Yeah, literally, I'm like, right, we're not stopping. We don't, we're not stopping for gas. We're not stopping the liquor store. We're not going to stop no. and get you a Snickers bar. We're going to roll on. We're not stopping here. It is just... I don't know what it is about it. Can if I had to walk through that town at midnight, I would... Oh, dude. <laughs> I don't know what I would do. Oh, I would thumb it. So Like, fetal position, just cry. Yeah. I would actually stop at the liquor store. And... At midnight, it's closed. Oh, fuck. Now you're going to die sober. <laughs> I don't want that. But yeah, so in Leicester, Massachusetts, there's this place known as Quaker Cemetery. It's already It's located awesome. in the center of Leicester, but it's also better known as the name of Spidergate Cemetery. I should have guessed this one. Spidergate Cemetery located in Leicester, Massachusetts. All right, I know like super small snippets about Spidergate. I don't know much about it. Um, so it's known by the name of Spidergate as a slang term because... When you walk up to this boneyard, it has two giant iron gates right in front of it that are shaped like spider webs. And I'll give you a little background of kind of how you get there. Is So you travel on this little back road for a little while and you park your car in this little dirt patch on the side of the road. Then you take about a 10 minute walk to get to the cemetery itself inside the middle of the woods. You have to walk 10 minutes from a dirt road to get to the cemetery? Yes. Is this an act? Do people still get buried there? No, it's very old. So the Quakers own it and they keep the maintenance up with it and it's... But that's about it. Yeah. So you walk... When you're walking to the cemetery, you pass... It's like a 10 minute walk through the woods. You pass over this this like river... Um, it's a really nice walk if you're just thinking, oh, it's a nice little walk. And yeah, it's like 12 in the afternoon and it's super bright out. Right. And then you pass over this small river and you hit this tiny little hill and right on the top of it in the middle of 
all of these deciduous trees, you see these two gates. Oof. And it's... And they're shaped like spider's webs. Yep. And the whole thing is uh, wrapped around an old New England stone wall. Obviously. The biggest things that people claim from here, it's very, very creepy. So people say demonic worship is a big thing that happens here. Makes sense. Poltergeist activity. So people like... See shit moving. Yep. And they say they see rocks get thrown and tree branches move... And another big one that I don't know how, how true this is because it probably hasn't been documented, but people talk about it all the time that people go there to commit suicide. Can you get me one of those? <laughs> people go there to commit suicide. Yep. Either in the graveyard or the surrounding woods around it. How? Hanging, slitting their wrists, popping pills, doing all... It just committing suicide is a big claim that people say that happens here. Dude, that land just sounds like it is... It's tainted. Negative. That sounds like unhallowed ground. Right. It is so scary. Right. When was the last person... We should look that up. I don't... I like... I've tried to look up if... The most recent... If people are like graves in there or somebody's yeah. committed suicide. Oh, either. Documented. I don't think anybody's ever documented that suicide ever happened there. So... It's literally a cemetery in the middle of the woods. That sounds like my nightmare. Yep. With giant spider web gates to get in. That sounds like my... Nightmare. Yep. So yeah, that's what people claim happen on these on the grounds there at the cemetery. Um, it's all pretty much the darkest things that you can think of. Encompassing that, like yeah, I think suicide. Things. You know that that's number one on the list. Yep. Or I, I guess murder and cult. It's got to be number two. True. So when you right when you pass through those two big gates, right to your left, the first thing that kind of grabs your eye is the gates, and then right to the left of it is this huge dead oak tree. It thing is absolutely massive, and it doesn't have any leaves on it. Most of the branches on the top are kind of broken off, but it's still kind of, the crown of the tree still goes out a little bit, Yeah. and people call that the hanging tree. The and, tree of the dead, pretty much. Yeah, that people hang themselves there, and right behind that is... People call it the altar. So it's the ground kind the of... what? The altar. The ground kind of forms up into a little plateau area. And that's where people say demonic worship happens. They say they sacrifice animals. And it's... The little risen area is kind of surrounded by four big hemlock trees on each side, each corner. So it's the weirdest kind of... Uh, like, it's not... It doesn't seem natural. It doesn't seem like the earth could naturally have that type of phenomenon that happens. Yeah. Or if it does, it's got to be dark. It's so it's the strangest thing. And when I went, I went there last last October a couple times. There were small little pentagrams, inverted pentagrams. I will add, carved into the ground, like the size of probably a nickel or a quarter. Was carved like in stone? It, no, in the dirt. So oh, like a stick or something. Yeah. So somebody was either. Did you kick him out? Like did you? Did you <laughs> no, stab him out? No, I didn't touch him. So people probably were either smart. trying to build on a legend like hey i'm gonna draw a pentagram somebody would find this creepy or somebody was trying to practice demonic worship or something there i hate both of those actually i like the first one that's kind of cool the second one sucks yeah and then uh, next to the altar and that's where kind of the graves start and it's not a big cemetery by any means um but that's where then all the graves the headstones are kind of wrapped around that little altar area yeah they're they're very old uh, gravestones. This place dates back to, I believe, the late 17th century. And it's pro- I think it's one of the oldest burial grounds located in Massachusetts, other than probably one in the middle of the woods that nobody knows about dating back to like 1500s or something. So the coolest thing about this cemetery 
is a legend that revolves around the river that you cross over before you get to the cemetery. So people say in the nearby woods and in the cemetery itself, this is where the dreaded ferryman lives, resides. The Greek ferryman. Yes, from Greek mythology. The dude who takes the boat with torture, not torture, but dead souls over sticks and drops you off into the underworld. Brings you to the underworld. Shh, come on. That's where people, what is he doing in America? He's Greek. That's where people, this is where they say he resides. And I personally thought this was absolute bullshit when I went there. The first time I was like, okay, I crossed over a river. I could have made up that story like whenever I wanted to. Yeah. But when I got to the headstones themselves, people leave coins on top of the headstones. So the dead bodies and the souls have payment for the ferryman who is on who's at that river you cross so they'll take those coins that you leave on their headstones to pay the ferryman to bring them to either so they can pass on to the light and head to a better place but if they don't take the coin and they don't have payment for the ferryman they go to tartarus yeah they take he takes your soul as payment and he'll take you to the underworld when i went last october october 2019 Probably seven gravestones at the back closest to the river had coins on top of them. And it was the coolest thing where legend and real life experience, something that like occurring to me, intertwined perfectly. And I was like, people believe this legend. People, oh, oh, this is legit. Yeah, people want to believe this legend. Or even if they think it's like bullshit, they're still like a little skeptical and a little creeped out. So they're like, I'm still going to leave a coin for this person because just in case, just in case. And I thought it was just the coolest thing where it actually happened in real life. And I was like, okay, I'm actually kind of creeped out. And I was like, the sun's starting to set. I'm going to get out of here just in case I see the fairy man on the river. And I always picture the one, um, I don't know if anybody's seen the new Annabelle movie, Annabelle comes home. They did a really cool rendition of the fairy man in that he looked kind of looked like a scarecrow with a big lantern, but that's how I kind of pictured him. Yeah. Someone who ships souls into the underworld. He's, not gonna look like your best friend. So yeah. it doesn't matter what rendition, it's, it's gonna be something scary. Right, right. Which is exactly why people put coins on tombstones. That is a very, like, actual cool corporeal evidence that people believe in the legend itself. Yep. Yeah. Did you take any coins? No, I didn't touch them. I didn't <laughs> touch them. There was also, now that I'm thinking about it, there was also a, cruci- a small crucifix on top of one of them. Now that I'm remembering it, because I remember I took a picture of it and I was like, wow, that's cool too. But yeah, so that's where Spider Yates kind of, we're gonna wrap that one up with a bow and. Does uh does the river have a name? I don't think so. It's not like a huge river, but dude, what if it's called like Sticks? That will be like maybe there is some truth into this legend. Yeah, that would be cool. So my question, my quick question for you. Yeah. Legends themselves, they're kind of they're passed down time and time again from pe- person to person, and those legends can get twisted. But like any great story, most legends have a little bit of grain of truth to them because they have to start somewhere. Do you think there's any grain of truth in either of the two that we've talked about right now? Or do you think they're all just made up? That's a tough one, man. That's like a, we could get off into an absolute tangent on life and death and what happens after you die and God and the devil and demons and spirits and stuff. I, um, I believe that there are definitely things out there that we just don't coherently understand yet. Mm-hmm. And I have no idea what happens after we die. We'll definitely discuss that. At a later date. Yeah, that'll be a good episode. Yeah, I think so too. Um, but it's, it's what you said. Sometimes it's, it's two options. Either the legend has some 
type of like solid foundation behind it mm-hmm. or someone just out of nowhere via inspiration thought about it. Right. It's one of those two things. Both can be very true. 100%. So someone could have seen um, Mr. Blood's grave with the finger pointing up. Yep, straight in the air and been like, you know, it would be sketchy if that slowly turned down. And they just started telling people, That's like, hey, this, this, or, happened, this happened to me. Or like the, the groundskeeper was closing up one night and he was like, and maybe it was pointing like at nine o'clock or three o'clock. And he's like, what the f- kind of thing? Like that's, it could maybe be either. It happened. And he was so freaked out. He started telling people yep. this thing inverted. Yep. And then everybody's like, bullshit. And then the legend just kind of started from there. Yeah. I mean, both you and I have had supernatural experiences. Yeah. So it's I, hard to scoff at both of what you just discussed. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not closed off to anything. That, uh, I will say that the hand inverting itself, that's a little far-fetched to me. But I'm pretty sure a Greek figure in but it the was, United States it, is a little more far-fetched than a carved hand pointing from up to down. It's because of what I experienced. I, I saw a pentagram in the ground and I saw coins on top of the grave and this whole place just came alive to me and I was like, oh my God, this yeah. is f***ing nuts. And, and at worst, people actually... They legitimately believe they fear this. They believe that. Right, yeah. There's a reason they just put it cooler. Even if there was five coins, I bet one of them believed it to the core. The other four may have just put it there just to put it there. Just because. But one of them, they they were like, hey. And then you could think about a tulpa. Like maybe that person was focusing on it so hard and other people started focusing. Came to life. And then. It just started to come to life. So all of a sudden, you hear rustling in the woods behind you. And oh my god, he's standing there with. And a, you get a ten minute run. Oh, especially you, right? You will probably get two minutes, and then uh, let <laughs> me get a glass of water. Hey, pal. Whew. It's not even that far to the car, but whatever. I think I'd rather die than run ten minutes. Yeah, me too. Cardio, take me. Take me. Cardio, not for me. No. <laughs> hey, drink. Where's Jesus? <laughs> Memes are fun. Oh my god. There's this, fun. There's this meme going around. Well, it went around during Easter time. And I don't know if we have any Drake and Josh fans in the house. Every single person who listens oh probably god. have watched Drake and Josh. And it was the episode where <laughs> Drake forgets to cut out the... They're both in the treehouse and Drake forgets to cut out the door. And Josh goes, Drake, where's the power saw? And he's like, it's outside. And he's like, all right, go get it. And then Drake goes to open the door and he can't get out. And he walks into the wall. Oh my God. But so there's this meme going around during Easter time. And it was Drake, <laughs> Drake and Josh standing or, were inside. Outside of the tomb. Oh, outside of the tomb or Jesus' tomb. Yeah. And, and it's Josh. And, and the tomb's open. There's like <laughs> the door. So the day that Christ resurrected and Josh looks at Drake and goes, Drake, where's Jesus? Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Go get it. Oh my god. Oh, that was the funniest thing I've Look it up. Ever seen. Look it up. Is, okay. Back is that to it. the next one? Yeah, that was the last. That was that the last. Was it. All right. Hey, it was good to hear from you <laughs> the, all. The legend that Drake and Josh were at Christ's tomb during the day of resurrection. God, hey, thanks. I love it. Oh my god. It's our best one yet. So, the last one we're going to do, we're heading one more state south. Woo. We're in Connecticut. Connecticut. Nailed it. a second. Yep. So that's where me and Tyler reside. That's where we lived for a while now. We grew up here. Um, we grew up in the northeastern corner. So The blue law state. Yeah. Not the best state. Not my. F- I wouldn't even say top 48. No. I don't know. I can't think right now. Anyways. Crack it up, sucks. Cracking at the cold one. Yeah. Connecticut's not the best. It's really cool though for urban legends and lore. It is. So the I'm ha- down with that. The haunting in Connecticut was yeah. a, Yep. Everybody knows that story. That was a really, really good one. Yep. Um, but so we're going to go down to, I'm not going to say the great city. A city called New Haven, Connecticut. 
Oh my god. There's this story's in New Haven. Of all the spots I know. You're is it about my uh like my midnight endeavors at bar and Geronimo's? Because that's horrifying. Yeah. The ghost of Tyler fing sipping tequila at Geronimo's bar. Remember when I not or what the f did I do with the you, Oh my we were, so we were at this tequila bar and Tyler's just I don't know. You got possessed by something, or uh, like there was a. Yeah, it was. It, it, was, it, called, it, was, two, it was called two pictures of a uh, margarita. It was probably this ghost that I'm going to talk about. Possessed Tyler, and I'm just I'm staring at him, and I'm looking at him, and he just backhands his. <laughs> he backhands his margarita across the room, dude. I was like a cat. I was dude, like, hey, I'm just gonna whack this, and I did. I was like, what are you doing? And was, then he was like, I don't even I don't know. <laughs> that was uh, oh. SummerSlam. It was wrestling that night, that was, I think, yeah, so yeah. that's my excuse. Yeah. That was All right, well, this is not that. What, what story yeah. is this? So this legend comes from New Haven, Connecticut, and it's called The Legend of Midnight Mary. The thing to remember about New Haven, it's 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 old. It Yale is. Yep. It's old as sh. Yep. So this, this cemetery is located, I think, like 10 minutes outside of the city, heading east. So if you're heading down towards New York City... That that section, if you're heading outside of New Haven itself, wait towards the coast. Uh, no, it's just heading like straight, uh, straight down. What's ninety five? That goes. Yeah. So it's heading directly. Oh no, it's heading directly west. Yeah, that Sorry. makes sense. Yes. That makes more sense. I was like, dude, this is in Long Island Sound. This is sick. <laughs> yep. So this cemetery, um, where this legend occurs, is called Evergreen Cemetery. Oh, it's not so bad. It's a, lot, it's a lot better than Blood Cemetery. Right, yeah. It doesn't sound too creepy. Or Spider Gates. Yeah, and it's like in close to it, like the city, so you don't think anything like too creepy about it. Well, some creepy stuff has happened in New Haven, I'm sure. <laughs> Those walls could talk. Yeah, they would scream. <laughs> but this is probably the scariest thing that we're going to talk about tonight. Get the hell out of here. Let's do it. What do yeah. we got? So I think this is scary because this could pretty much happen to anybody, given the right circumstances. Or What, does she see something? If oh, wait. We're if, talking about... What happened to oh, okay. Midnight Mary? To her. Yep. So this could happen to anybody given the right circumstances, given if you had a, <laughs> the worst chain of bad luck you've ever had in your entire life. Uh, we're talking about a cemetery. I, uh, I already know what's going to happen. So I don't want to hear this. Midnight Mary was an actual woman. Her name was Mary Hart. She lived in New Haven, and there's two kind of two ways this story goes. They say that she either lived with her, her immediate family or... She lived with her aunt at the time when this happened. So she was 48 years old when this thing happened to her that resulted in kind of this legend being born. So it was on the night of October 15th. October 15th. Have another one, right? 1872. Close and, to Halloween. Yep. Mary was just a regular person. She didn't have anything outstanding happening in her life. It wasn't like this crazy political figure at the time, or she was just this basic woman who, or some cult leader, or anything right? Like no, that. nothing, nothing crazy. She was like, like she was like you or me, or she was like you. I'm way more extraordinary than you, but she was a lot like you. I'm offended. <laughs> you should be. That was offensive. But so on the night of October fifteenth, eighteen seventy two, Mary dropped dead on the floor. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. It was a freak, freak accident. She. Just that. What were her symptoms? People claimed at the time that she suffered uh, cardiac arrest. Um, what year was this? I, I've not paid attention at all. 1872. Okay. So, all right. So, yep. They say the cardiac arrest, stroke. It was yeah. Early dope. enough where medical blood clot in the brain where she just an aneurysm or something. Yep. Just something. Something weird happened in her body and she dropped dead. Okay. And her family was, or actually, okay. So this happened at noon. On uh, whatever day, October 15th, 1872 was. 
This happened at noon. And then exactly 12 hours later at midnight, that's when the doctors pronounced her clinically dead. Shut up. So at midnight? That's why she's known as Midnight Mary. This is when the time that she died. And so her family was so like broken up and distraught about this whole situation that they took her after she was pronounced dead and they had an immediate burial. They wanted, they just wanted to start grieving the fact that they lost her. They well, wanted, they don't want to grieve. They just wanted to get over it. They just, yeah, they wanted they to get, start the grieving process. Right. They wanted to they, get past this whole thing. They didn't cremate her? They did not cremate her. They just buried her. What was their problem? I don't know. So can you, can you listeners guess what's going to happen? This is like the perfect storm for awful, true story. Horror. This is true. Oh, this is even worse. Um, so a week, about a week later, maybe a week and a half later, uh, Mary's aunt, the one that people say that she lived with or the family was like really close with the aunt wakes up in the middle of the night after having an extremely real nightmare of, I believe it was a point of view of Mary inside of her coffin, still alive, trying to claw out at the top of her casket. And she couldn't, like, she was terrified. And the aunt woke up from that dream and she said it felt so real that she had to go tell Mary's immediate family um, and the people who ran the graveyard that they needed to exhume the body to make sure that she was, they didn't actually accidentally bury her alive, like she wasn't still alive. Did she do that? Did they... The family agreed to exhume the body because the aunt was so distraught about this. Within how long? It was a, This was a week and a half later. So she had the dream a week and a half after Mary was buried. Buried, yeah, the night okay. she was buried, yep. Um, so th- that day they went and exhumed the body. They dug her up, opened up the lid, and Mary had a distraught look on her face. Her eyes were wide open, terrified with bloody fingernails and the top of her casket was been clawed at for hours and hours. Hey, thanks. I hate it. You guys can't see me right now, but I'm just shaking my head. Are you kidding me? She was never dead. Well, she was, she was dead. Well, by the time when, when they were trying to bury her, she She was never dead. She was still alive. She was like some weird paralysis. Yep. It was probably just a, like, dude, that coroner should be fired. Oh my God. Could you imagine waking up? Especially in 1872. Um, was it 1872? Yeah. Yeah, 1872. Imagine lights, having a light in a coffin, like your cell phone or a little flashlight that might have been on you at the time. You're not waking up with that. It's pitch black in there. You open your eyes and you're like, wait a minute, where am I? You put your hands up and there's a lid. You touch your sides and you, you realize that you're buried six feet under the ground. Dude, what would you do? Being buried alive is like how how loud would you scream? I'm cla- I'm deathly claustrophobic. I'll throw that out there right now. I know that's one of my biggest fears of all time, and it's the fact that you can't do. You have to sit there with your own your own f-ing thoughts. My that's head's scary enough. My head's not too bright. There's some dark things going around in here. If I had to sit, if that's how it ended for me, I wouldn't be surprised at this point. But I I think I would look for a way to like just end it. I, I don't even know what I would do. That is the scariest thing I think that could happen to anybody. I don't know how long, like, asphyxiation yeah, takes. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea. For a cop, for like a, a, a six by whatever. I'm guessing hours. Three by two. Probably like hours. I think it's going to be more than that. Ten hours, maybe? No, 12. I think it's a couple of days. Because you're going to, it's either that or you die of thirst. Yeah, it's that or dehydration. Although dehydration would take long because you're not doing anything and it's dark. I wouldn't mind. That wouldn't be that bad for me. Are you f- kidding me? Nah, I think there's worse ways to go. Oh my god, we'll get into that because a new uh, 
idea for an episode is biggest fears. Yep. Um, and most uh, popular fears. Yep. Yep. That's that's got to be top three though. I I can pr- almost promise you claustrophobia. Oh, dude. That's got to be like absolutely top three. It. Absolutely hate it. But yeah, so though that was the legend of Midnight Mary. People say that still to this day they say if you pass Evergreen Cemetery at nighttime that you can see her walking around in a white veil. And she's also been known. This is kind of another way this kind of legend kept going and was built upon. They they say that now Midnight Mary is one of the women in white who is known to as a vanishing hitchhiker who will try to get a ride. Oh, if you're driving by? Yep, Evergreen Cemetery. And by the time you bring her to her destination, you'll look back in the back of your car to your passenger seat and she'll be gone. Yeah, she's just asking for help pretty much. Yep. That metaphorical help if she's a hitchhiker. Exactly. So that's kind of just... A co- that's kind of a cool legend coming from Connecticut of a case where somebody was buried alive and documented. Well, I believe so. Yes, which is even worse. Uh, those are three really good New England tales. I like them. Just something you know, get us in the uh, Halloween vibe. Even yeah, in in May. <laughs> Actually, Halloween happened like five or six days ago. So oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, so this is our Halloween special. Happy Halloween, everybody. Agreed. Uh, Ryan, I have one question for you. Mm-hmm. Out of the three. Out of the three legends. Which would you be most afraid of at midnight if you had to go there and visit the grave? So number two, you could just visit the cemetery. If number one was still up and if the vandals didn't mess it up. That would be creepy. Because I know, I know that cemetery in Hollister, Hampshire is a creepy cemetery. But it's got to be Spider Gates because I would... Would be the worst? Yeah. I've been there during the daytime. I've never been. I don't want to go at nighttime. Actually, true story coming from Spider Gates. Shout out to our best friend, Tim Bouchard. He probably's not even listening to this, so it doesn't matter. But anyways. We don't need to go to his f***ing head. <laughs> he said that, uh, story claims, he, he claims here that um, he went there to Spider Gate Cemetery one mischief night, the night before Halloween, with a group of girls or a buddy. Oh, now I know he's lying. <laughs> so and he was there with, with a couple of bros. Probably. Just hammering Genesee. Probably. And he said that, in the woods leading up to the cemetery, he saw three or four bigger guys in black cloaks standing over a fire. Yes. So I'm guessing demonic worship. And then they they absolutely hightailed it. They just took off. See ya. And yeah, they sprinted out of that place. I mean, that, that holds true to what you said. Right, right, yeah. So that there's a little bit of valid, like, it, it's valid, so. Yeah, I think I would agree. I think... Spider Gates, I would not be very happy to be in at midnight. No, it's just the, the everything that encompasses that place, the suicide. The, the... fact that you <laughs> once you get out of Spider Gates, you're in Leicester. You're oh, not even God. like yeah, dude, not the ride home safe, but yeah. the ride home's gonna suck. Yeah. Especially the whole area. if you heard like what if you heard somebody walking like in the so as in I said, town? In, no, it's encompassed by a stone wall. Oh yeah. If you heard yeah, somebody yeah. walking outside of the stone wall, just like the things that would start flashing my mind, I'm like, oh my god, it's the fairy man. He's just he's waiting to take, he's ready to take my soul. Dude, I pass I would over that river. Cook it out of there. It's doesn't sound like it's gonna be a fun place to you know spend the night. Well, that's why New England's awesome though, because they have so many cool different stories about lore and and tales of haunted cemeteries and things that go bump in the night. 